Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the In Everything Podcast. We're your hosts, Alice, Mahima, and Lexi. Yeah, and today we're going to do another Bible study. Today we're looking at Ephesians 6, 10 to 20, a classic passage that is going through the whole armor of guts. If you have your Bibles, Please open them up. Uh, always feel like such a pastor saying that. <laughs> if you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, <laughs> it's such a classic one. Um, but yeah, we're we're just going to again read through this passage. Um, it's good to start straight from the word, I think, and um, we'll just talk as we go through it and notice things. You there, Mahima? You, My pages oh. are stuck. There we go. Perfect. Um, who wants to read it? I can read it. So, yeah, starting at chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak." Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> Good word. Um, yeah, we want to talk a bit about spiritual warfare, I think, because it might be something that it's easy to ignore, right? It's it's unseen. It's um, If you don't know really that it's there, it can go unnoticed or like you don't really put a name to what's happening. But spiritual warfare is so, so evident, so there, so um, crucial, I guess, to know and we can't ignore that it's not there and that's why Paul writes this um, to the church in Ephesus but but still very applicable to all of us Mm -hmm. yeah it's really important that we prepare ourselves for that which is what I think this you know this passage is all about is putting on that armor um, every day and get getting ready in that sense because it is going to happen it's not oh maybe you're gonna get attacked or maybe you're gonna be a part of this war it's like you already are in the midst of it right now yeah whether you think you are or you aren't or whether you accept that you Mm -hmm. are you know it's like Mm -hmm. you're still there yeah 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 why don't we why don't we start at the beginning and just talk through anything Mm -hmm. anything that stood out any questions that may arise that we can talk through Yeah, what I like um, about this right off the bat is that it says to be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might before Mm -hmm. it's telling us to put on this armor. So yes, the armor is something that we have to put on and we have to kind of work towards, you know, growing in these areas of 
truth and faith and whatnot, but it's the Lord's strength that we're relying mm-hmm. on ultimately and not our own. So it's not like, hey, prepare for battle and do everything you can do to prepare yeah. for it. It is still the work of the Spirit within you and God's strength that you lean on uh, as you fight in this battle and the victory that Jesus already has, mm-hmm. right? That's something that's also important to remember. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I think a lot of times we can think, oh, we're fighting this battle or like we need to put on our armor, you know, but it's like like in his power and in his might be strong in the Lord, put on the full armor of God, you know, it's not like equip yourselves how you can or how you think you will succeed. Mm-hmm. It's like he's telling you these are the things you need from he's like, God. I gave you the armor. Here's yeah, the armor. Exactly. You have to put it on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, the next verse writer is put on all of God's armor so mm-hmm. that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. So that idea it's like, you need to put it all on or else you're going to be so, there's, yeah. Yeah. if you don't put one on, so say you put on the, the helmet of salvation, but you don't have the belt of truth. It's like, that's a, that's a place that's open. That's, you know, weak mm-hmm. and a way for the enemy to attack if they see, or say the other way, you don't have the helmet on, but you have everything else. It's like, well, that's mm-hmm. an easy shot, right? Um, so it's not, okay, I'll pick this one and I'll pick this one to put on. It's like, no, we need to put it all on so that we can stand firm against all strategies of the devil. And like, how hopeful is that, that this armor will combat all the strategies of the mm-hmm. devil. For sure, for sure. And think about that saying of, you know, the chink in your armor. Like, if you take everything but one piece that's listed here, that's exactly where the devil's going to attack. Exactly. And that, that's just giving him an opening. Yeah. Because even if you have the whole armor, he's still going to try to attack. But if you leave an opening, he's like, thanks. Like, you just made my job so much mm-hmm. easier. There's a spot right there yeah. where I can attack you easily. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, we can sort of like get to different places in our comfort zone like we take one step maybe like uh, a while ago we're like oh i'm gonna take that step and like read my bible right or like or accept jesus say if we're going off the uh, analogy you said or the example you said of the helmet of salvation but not the belt of truth so yes i've accepted jesus i'm a christian now but if i don't have like i'm not backed up you know with the word with the truth it's like the, the battle is still going to happen whether or not we're prepared, you know, like the enemy is still going to try and tempt us and get in any way he can. And so it's like if we neglect those things that we're not truly comfortable with yet, it's like, you know, you got to continue to fight. You need to continue yeah. putting them on That's all the, the time. That's the ones you need to be focusing right? most yeah. on, right? Yeah. The same mm-hmm. idea of what we were talking with like muscles. And, yeah, you, you know, got to keep doing getting it. Getting strong, like don't neglect the weak areas, mm-hmm. like focus the most on those. Um, yeah, I think I think the next verse 12 is so crucial. And yeah. so it's, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. And Paul's like, you know, like, don't miss this. Don't miss these enemies here um, that are attacking, right? But it's unseen. It's it's unseen to us, but that doesn't mean that it's not happening. Um, And I think it's pretty evident when you look around and you see all the, all the pain and all the evil in the world, like, you can see the result of it, but you can't literally see, like, 
demons or the, mm-hmm. the devil mm-hmm. or all these evil spirits. We can't physically see that with our eyes. Yeah, it's crazy because I think that is so much scarier. Like, spiritual warfare is so much scarier <laughs> than, you know, wrestling against flesh and blood, as, as uh, he writes in verse 12. But to us, since we always rely on our senses and kind of what we can see or hear or feel or touch, um, it seems much scarier, scarier the idea of fighting in a war. Like, uh, like I, would, I wouldn't want to go to war. Like, that seems very intimidating to me. But I do fight in a war every day spiritually that is totally as scary yeah. in a completely different way that we just yeah. can't understand necessarily with it's our just natural like minds. sneaky. It's mysterious, it's hidden, we can't see what's happening in the way that we see everything else. Mm-hmm. I think in, in that way, it makes it a lot worse in the, in the sense that it's harder to prepare. You know, it's harder to feel like you need to put on the armor because you don't realize necessarily how scary that it is. Or you don't even realize, oh, you already said this before, but you don't realize it's happening to you. Yeah, yeah it's like... And even those things, like the way you're saying, it's like you're not expecting it. It's sneaky. It's like you, those lies that we're believing, you know, those things that we call insecurities and things like that. Like those are attacks from the enemy. And a lot of times we just think, oh, those are my thoughts going wild or whatever. Mm. We don't even recognize it, you know, because it is like, wow, like this is so sneaky. So that's why we need to be fully equipped and like praise God that he revealed this to Paul and that we can see like how to do that, you Mm. know. Um, yeah. So next, the next section is talking about the actual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is the whole armor? armor? But yeah. I think beforehand, you know, we don't, we're not experts on the Roman <laughs> armor. Yeah. But yeah. there's some pretty cool, like, applicable things that even if you don't fully understand that specific armor that they're talking about, um, it's kind of yeah general, and you can get the idea. But. Um, just first up here, it says the belt of truth. So, uh, you know, just speaking to how important it is to have that foundation of truth, right? Like, I like the example you gave before of having the helmet of salvation and not the belt of truth. Because if you accept Jesus before, you know, you know a lot about him and mm-hmm. you accept that salvation, I'm not saying you can't do that. But then if you just continue walking in that way and never, like, really learning the truth, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. that is like prime spot yeah. for yeah. the devil to attack for evil to attack if you don't know the truth because like you said it's lies it's mm-hmm. sneaky yeah. mysterious lies and he's gonna come at you with that i've actually heard this is something i do know about the roman um Ooh. armor Ooh. little lesson but from lexi i actually learned this very recently i forget from where <laughs> but the the belt of truth in the in that armor it was the belt Everything else attached to the belt. Oh, I've heard this too. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. it was something we were all at together. But <laughs> it was, it's, everything else falls off mm-hmm. if it's not attached to the belt. Yes. It's like, you know, it's not even just like if you were wearing loose pants and you didn't have a belt and your pants <laughs> fell down. It's like everything, everything, all of your armor falls off. Yeah, and, good, yeah, good. sorry, I was just going to say, and where's the truth? The Bible. If you can't see, if you can't see, she's like waving I'm lifting my Bible. My this Bible is a podcast. If you're listening. <laughs> but, but, like, I think that's so cool because it's like God is literally saying, like, everything, like, 
will come like if you are attached to the bible if you're reading the bible if you know the truth mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so it's like all the other things yeah they're good but they will not stay on you if you don't know the truth mm-hmm. right it's and i think good. a lot of times that we can yeah. like kind of neglect this because like the bible is literally when we say the word of god that means it's words from god mm-hmm. in this book for us like every time we read the bible it's him speaking to us, even if we don't feel it or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like these are his words. So it's, that's so important. That's actually, that's not yeah. actually, that's so cool, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. This is something that I have said a lot, but I've never shared on the podcast, but I remember a little bit of a story time with Lexi. Um, <laughs> I remember when I was younger, I asked my dad, um, you know, like, why doesn't God talk to me or to us like he did to the prophets in the mm-hmm. Bible, right? Like verbally speaking, Um, so that we could hear him and my dad said something so wise and it sticks with me and he said because God has said everything that he needs to say like Mm -hmm. he doesn't need to say anything new it's all there right so yeah shout out to Mark Graham for this little (laughs) nugget (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so that idea it's like every answer everything that God wants us to know we already have it Mm -hmm. at our at our disposal every bit of truth that he wants us to know for now yeah we have it so it needs to be our foundation it needs to be the glue that holds everything else together yeah and when you know that i think it makes sense why in the passage it's listed first Mm -hmm. um before all the other things like because a belt doesn't seem that important i think like maybe Mm -hmm. a shield or a sword or even a helmet like protecting your head all those things kind of do seem a lot more important but if you do have that little bit of context um it makes a lot more sense so i'm glad that you, you shared that there Mm-hmm. And then next up, we've got the breastplate of righteousness. Mm. Wow, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's good. Yeah, you know, it's all important. We said we need to put it all on. So, so righteousness. Let's talk a bit about about righteousness. How would you? Yeah, I think it's cool, like that. It gives the analogy of the breastplate because that, like, control that controls covers your your heart you know just your organs, i was gonna say that you know yeah. <laughs> um because it's like righteousness where do we get righteousness god makes us righteous when we like accept him when we follow him right mm-hmm. um and only he can give us that righteousness, and he can protect our heart he can protect those important things you know inside of us do you want to add to that no no just echo that right yeah. like uh, righteousness is what like guards our heart in that sense mm-hmm. so i love that it's like the breastplate is what is uh, the righteousness because it, it protects your heart and mm-hmm. it covers your heart and i'm not too sure about like the greco-roman world here but mm-hmm. we were just learning the other day that like way back when um in the old testament which i know was hundreds of years earlier but before they had a lot of knowledge about the brain, they thought the heart was like pretty much everything, you know, like mm-hmm. breathing, thinking, like everything that you did came from your heart. So it's it's very important. So, you know, the first the belt, because everything is attached to it. That's the truth. And then next, the, the breastplate um, that protects the heart. And that's righteousness. Right. Because that's like also very important if everything that you do flows from your heart, which, you know, is also from scripture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, sorry, I was just gonna say, like, I know. You don't have to say sorry every time you, <laughs> you talk. You can just speak. Because no, you were about to say something. <laughs> no, it's okay. Cut it's you okay. off. Um, but um, I, I know, like, in our day and age, we don't use the word righteousness very much. So, like, maybe we can, like, kind of talk about what that means. Like, I know it's like 
being upright and like God makes us like holy in that, you know, and like makes us walk the right path. And it does mean a lot about like straying away from evil and from sin. And I think it's so cool. Like if that, if the heart, it protects our heart Mm -hmm. and that is where all our decisions come from, you know? Yeah. So, so with, with righteousness, I, a lot of the time really closely associate that with, with obedience and like Mm -hmm. worship through obedience. Cause God gives us his commands and his, um, his laws, um, not as a, you know, like you need to follow these or I'm going to smite you. It's because he loves us. He, because he wants our hearts to be protected because Mm -hmm. he wants Mm -hmm. us to walk in righteousness. And how do we do that? We listen and obey his commands, which is basically just love God and love other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, like, that can be the summary of the of the whole Bible, of, like, all the Ten Commandments. It's just love God, love people. And um, so just remembering that. And if you're wondering how to become more righteous, not in our own strength, in, like, because Jesus is righteous, yeah. we want to be more like Jesus. Just think, in, in every choice you have to make, in every action, in every thought... It's like, is this loving God and is this loving people? And if it's Mm -hmm. not to either of those questions, then, you know, check. Check again Mm -hmm. and change something. Mm -hmm. And not not to be too repetitive, but where do you find out what's loving? And where do you find out what God wants you to do? Boom! The truth! The belt of truth. Whoa! (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then I I really love this next one. because I feel like it's kind of a neglected one or mm-hmm. one that we maybe don't talk about or think about a lot outside of reading this passage specifically. Anyways, I'll just say it now. Um, <laughs> the, shoes, the shoes for your feet is the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Readiness. We don't, we don't talk about that a lot, you know? Like truth, mm-hmm. yes. Righteousness, yes. But readiness. So what do you guys have to say about that? Yeah, that's interesting that your, your translation says that because mine doesn't actually mention... The, that readiness it says like you will be fully prepared after like put on the the shoes of peace oh, okay. that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared yeah right and that's the that's the thing i think the fully prepared exactly thing. like it's yeah. a more literal kind of interpretation of it because yeah. like if you're like the gospel of peace so if you think about that like if you are walking in the gospel walking in that peace that comes from the gospel of like salvation and all these things where actually like all of this flows from right um it's so cool because like when we're walking in that we're ready for the battle our shoes when when you think about like you going outside like you're getting getting ready to leave the house what do you put on last but the thing that will protect your feet and make you go your shoes you're like okay i'm ready to put my shoes on right Mm -hmm. so it's like when i put these shoes on and i'm walking in the gospel of peace i'm ready for the battle right you know i think it's cool to think about literally what do shoes do Mm -hmm. they bad shoes are for like in you're in for a rough day if you have (laughs) bad shoes on that don't and i think it's interesting too like the soles of your shoes, like it's the same word, it's a different like spelling, right? <laughs> soul yeah. and soul, soul yeah. like your soul and your soul. But peace, <laughs> if you're wearing shoes that's peace, that relates to that brings you comfort, that protects you from some of the sharp things that are gonna like it won't hurt as much because you have that peace. Not that you don't mm-hmm. have to walk across those areas maybe like it's rocky or they're like thorns but the peace 
from that you're wearing on your shoes protect the rest of your body and like kind of block that pain yeah. that can come just because you have that piece that's so good that we still have to walk on that bumpy terrain like it's still there we're still going on exactly. the same journey but we're only ready for it or prepared for it if we have on the right shoes which is the gospel of peace and the reason i kind of liked the word ready but it works with prepared too is i was thinking about you know back when i was younger and at home and you know if you don't have your shoes on and your your parents are like are you ready to go you're like yeah and they say no you're not wearing your shoes you know what i mean it's just a given like you're not gonna leave the house without shoes yeah. right yeah. <laughs> yeah and i think it's really cool because when we talk about like it protects you from like if you're walking on thorns or whatever say you're in a battlefield there are going to be like sharp things all over the place you mm -hmm. know but your your shoes will protect you and peace is not a feeling right like it's not like oh i'm peaceful right now so everything's happy like it's i'm still gonna have to walk through that like difficult place and still walk over those sharp things but the peace that like god gives me is protecting me from mm -hmm. that right mm -hmm. so i think that's so cool I, I think what you said, it's not a feeling. None of these things that we're talking about yeah. are feelings. They're things yeah. that just, you put on. They're God things, has given they're them absolute. to you and you put them on. They just are. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't feel like this is the truth. This is, this the, is truth. the truth. Or I don't feel righteous, but I know that this is righteous. Yeah. And I think that's so yeah. cool because it's like everything from God is the like the only thing that we can completely trust and is never going to change right mm -hmm. so all these things are absolutes they're never going to change even though like our situations our relationships all the things in our life on this earth will change but like when we put this on like god doesn't lie right like mm -hmm. these are going to protect us mm -hmm. and even even with the the shoes things and being being ready is that like these aren't like flip-flops or <laughs> like yeah right? like these are like if you think like four wheel drive, you know, all seasons, all but with shoes, like yeah, these are like waterproof, they have some nice like they're yeah. comfortable, they're you're able to run, you're able to like walk, they're stylish too. Like, oh, you can yeah. wear them all the time. Um you sound like you're selling something right now. Buy the peace shoes shoes of peace for only No, no, no. Okay, what's next? Mmm. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Wow. Now, here is what I like about these next couple of ones. I mean, not necessarily the helmet, but for this one and then later on the sword. These are the things that we actually have to hold. You know what I mean? Like, there are things that we put on and, you know, it's just a part of, like, preparing and going out about our day. And then there are these things that we actually have to hold and put to use. And this mm. shield of faith is one of them. So you, I don't know if this means anything necessarily, but you got, you could have the shield of faith, but not be holding it up. Yep. Yeah. Right? That's like, so good. If you're just holding on to it and not using it to block the fiery arrows of the devil. Exactly. Or yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, I'm getting attacked. And you have it like <laughs> to the side and you're not holding yeah. it up to yeah. To yeah. like block that. And that's the thing. Like, like the, the fiery arrows coming at you are, are going to be like what we talked about earlier. Those lies, you know, those words from other people, the opposition and obstacles that happen in this life. Yeah. But, you know, like God is greater than the natural, you know, like he's a supernatural right. God. And that is where 
faith comes in. You know, you got to hold up your faith and say, God, I'm believing you, whether I see it or not, because I'm holding this. I know that this shield is going to, the shield of faith is going to protect me from whatever. Yeah, yeah. But when you, when you lose faith, the thing is that the shield is something that can be knocked out of your hand. You know, Mm -hmm. that's something I was thinking too, is like, no one's gonna necessarily come up to you and start unlacing your shoes and like take them off one by you, one. You take off your shoes. <laughs> uh, perhaps, but if you, if you have like a weak faith or if your faith is getting weak as the battle gets more difficult, right? Because I think when we go through hard things, our faith can get weaker mm-hmm. and it can waver. Then that makes it easier for the devil to just come by or for these yeah. evil spirits to come or by. Or that idea where you said like, it depends on how we're holding it because the faith itself it's not our faith it's what we have faith in is Mm -hmm. what is the yeah but it's like our if if the devil can like shoot one arrow and it gets like knocked out of we're not holding it well enough you're not we're not gripping it tightly enough we're just like loosely letting it so i I like that that you said that we have to be the ones who are actively Mm -hmm. you know like i'm gonna hold on to this even though there are so many like whether it be like sickness or you know suffering in whatever way or you know like Mm -hmm. struggles with security and and Mm -hmm. finances and stuff like it's like Mm -hmm. i have to choose to hold on to this yeah and and to add to that um i think it's interesting that when we hold up a shield in front of us we're protecting our like our body our face and everything so i can't see through that shield you know like i'm protecting my my eyes can't see through it so Mm. um a lot of times when we're holding that up we're kind of blindly trusting god you know like we can't see those arrows coming at us but we know that this faith if we're holding it right and if it's like really in front of us god is protecting us our faith in someone in in God and someone greater is protecting us and those things like in the middle of the storms you know and the battle we're not always going to be able to see or even like we can't rely on ourselves right like all of this is the armor of God so when we put that shield in front of us we are trusting God you yes. know like you have faith it's in not the shield us. you have exactly. faith in the protector and the thing that's protecting you not faith yeah you just have yourself. to hold on exactly mm-hmm. even if you can't see what's coming at you wow yeah. that's so good yeah Okay, next. Okay. Put on <laughs> salvation as your helmet. Ooh. Ooh. I I was thinking about this one, and I think it's really good. Even if you don't think about, like, armor, helmet, but I don't know, like, probably all of us here have ridden a bike when you're a kid. <laughs> and, you know, like, your parents, like, make sure you put your helmet on. Um, <laughs> and that idea where it's, like, if you have no other protection, like, at least have your helmet, like... Which it, with a bike with a bicycle in this sense where, <laughs> you know, like you you may fall and like scrape your hands or your knees. You know, I have a ton of like scars and stuff from all those all those tumbles. <laughs> but but that idea where it's like this your head this salvation that you're putting on to protect your brain and all this is like that's the most important. If like the worst thing happens you need to have that helmet of salvation, right? Like, if nothing else, mm-hmm. salvation is the thing that saves. Obviously, it's called salvation. It means saving. Salvation is what yeah. saves. <laughs> yeah. In case you didn't know. Um, yeah, and I think it's cool, too, because, like, in our brain is where we think, is where we remember things, and our memory, you know, like, salvation is the... Like, when we protect that, and with we put that... Um, helmet on it's like I'm remembering things you know like what God has done in the past how God saved me when he died on that cross and, and rose again right it's like, even like yeah our heart pumps the blood 
and gets it through. But your brain tells it to. Like, yeah. if yeah. we had no salvation, why are we trusting in this in this truth mm-hmm. and this righteousness? And and we are know. righteous without our salvation, right? Yeah. Since mm-hmm. we can't be righteous on mm-hmm. our own. So. Yeah. And also to add to that, the bike thing with the helmet. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I, when I was little, my parents were like, put your helmet on, put your helmet on. I was like, oh, I can't wait till I get so good and I can just not wear the helmet anymore. And a lot of times it was like that, you know? Like, I'm like, wow, look at me. I'm so cool. I don't need a helmet. And that's where pride comes in, where we think, well, I can do it without salvation. You know, like, I can go fight this battle without salvation. But... That, like, if you think about it, a soldier going into battle without a helmet, like, are you serious? Yeah. That's destined to be bad, you know? Even if you're holding up that shield and it yeah. getting knocked out, you're fully exposed. If you, get, if you get hit anywhere else, you have a chance. Yeah. Like, but if you get hit in the head, like, yeah. it's so... Yeah, and I think that's cool, too, because, like, that's where pride comes in, you know? And you, we think, like, God, I can do this life without you, you know? Like, I'm good, whatever. But, like, he knows that, like, you need that salvation, you know? You need that protection mm-hmm. if you don't want to fall, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I also remember growing up in that sense that I think another reason people didn't want to wear the helmet is... They didn't think it was stylish, you know? Mm. Like, I don't look cool when I wear a helmet. The cool kids don't wear helmets. (laughs) And imagine that, like, we're ashamed to wear this helmet and be, like, the lame kid who has to wear the helmet of our salvation the same way that we are ashamed of Jesus, in a sense. So it works for the bike thing, but I was also thinking before you brought that up, which, you know, stirred that thought... Um, I, you know, have you ever seen like those movies or whatever? I don't know if this is a legit history thing. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not that smart about this, but, um, where the helmets have like a certain colored feather or something that represents what team you're on. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think that's legit. That that actually (laughs) happened. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying like, don't quote me on any of this. I'm just, you know, uh, spitting thoughts right now, but. When you put on the helmet of your salvation, it's like you're identifying what team you're on. You yeah. know, like you have that feather of like, I I am Jesus is like I <laughs> yeah. have I'm on this team and that's the winning team, right? Like yeah. I already have salvation, I already have the victory, I'm already on team Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I know like when we were kids, we used to think oh like cool kids, but when we grow up and we become more mature, we realize you know that it's like wow that was that's so important to keep safe like keep me safe and when we have kids we'll be like you need to wear your helmet because like when you're older you know better you're more mature right so I think it's cool like when you choose to do that when you're young in your faith and not as mature but when you grow up you realize you know you mature and realize how important that is like that idea are you really going to risk your life Mm -hmm. just to To look look cool to to, to please others or to be to conform to what other people are doing are you really is that worth it yeah to you and that's a question we all have to ask ourselves like um but but that idea i think that comes with wisdom and maturity when Mm -hmm. we do realize like oh yeah it's not it's not worth it even if like i know sometimes i didn't want to wear a helmet because it was like sweaty and maybe Mm -hmm. uncomfortable at times or you know, as well. Yeah. There's another... So many. So many, <laughs> so many, so many things. things. You should move um, on, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and... exhausted. <laughs> so, finally, it says here, um, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I know that, like we talked about earlier, that um, 
like the belt of truth, you know, is also the word of God. But I think here, like in that, it's like, that's where I know stuff. And now the sword of the spirit is what you hold and what you use to fight as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So those are the things to protect you. But now what are you fighting? Not to fight back against the... So you can be have, hold everything, all your armor on you with the truth, but you can also fight with the truth, right, which is yeah. so cool. Like, like the know? Bible says that we are partakers of this war, but we do not fight with the weapons that the world fights mm. with. We fight with the weapons of God, which is, you know, <laughs> literally his Bible, his yeah. word. Yeah. I think it's so cool, too, because this morning I was reading in Luke 4 when Jesus is tempted. And... Mm. You know, this is a classic passage where we see that being fully human does mean that we're being tempted, but being fully human doesn't mean that we have to sin. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. equate. And Jesus showed us that. And But the thing with, with this is you see Jesus combating the devil with scripture. Mm-hmm. He's not like, he's not like doing some jujitsu or like, <laughs> you know, like... He, he's not, like, yelling at the devil. He's just spitting truth. That's what Jesus is <laughs> yeah. doing. And and that idea where he didn't just know the verses. He didn't, he, he didn't just know the word. He knew it in the correct context. Mm-hmm. Because even the devil yeah. knew yeah. the scriptures. In one of them, he says, like, oh, well, the scriptures, the devil's speaking. He says... Well, the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and guard you. So why don't you just jump off this thing? And, you know, but then Jesus is like, yeah, but the scriptures also say, Mm -hmm. don't test the Lord your God. Right. So like even the devil knows the truth. Yeah. But you can still be twisted. That's so it's so important that you get the context of of the scripture. Make sure if you don't understand Mm. something like look it up, ask a friend, ask you know, leader, you ask know. A, ask us, message us. <laughs> yeah. um, but that idea where we can't take this word out of context. Right, because you can still, it can still be used to lie. And I think that people in culture, like a lot of people do that nowadays, is take things out of context and make lies out of the scripture. But that also happens in the sense of spiritual warfare of the devil using scripture to tell us lies mm-hmm. the same way that he did with Jesus he's the master of trickery right so he will like he wants to find that way in so he will even twist the truth to get in you know but that's why it's so important you need to know the truth for how God intended the truth to be and I love how even though that story doesn't seem like it but like this is like such an epic battle happening like the devil versus Jesus Mm. and this is the only one we get to like know about right Mm. like we don't know specifically what happened when Jesus died Mm -hmm. and went to hell and fought death there. We don't get to know the details of that. But, like, this literally is the most epic battle (laughs) recorded in all of history, like, recorded that we can know. Mm -hmm. And how did he do it? He fought with the truth. He fought with the word of God, the Bible. And how cool is he just, like, the devil didn't even have a chance. Like, Jesus, Mm. you know... Yeah. He shut it down right away. He was there for 40 days being tempted. Mm-hmm. And the devil, like, f- he he fl- fled. He fled <laughs> out of that, like... But he was waiting, he said, until his next opportunity came, mm-hmm. right? So that doesn't mean that it's like, okay, I did it once. All done. Yeah. You got to keep that you sword gotta keep ready. Fighting. You got to keep preparing. You got to keep training. You got to keep, you know... Yeah. 
And it's also cool, like, the sword of the spirit, you know, like, referring to the Holy Spirit, which is God, right? And it's uh, the, the verse that says, like, the spirit that lives within you mm-hmm. is far more powerful than the flesh, right? So no matter mm-hmm. the what the, like, the enemy tempts us with, the like, you know, like, all these distractions and all this stuff, you know, like, the spirit of God that lives within us when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior is greater because when Jesus died and rose again, he defeated death, mm-hmm. you know, when he went to hell and fought, he defeated death. So no matter how hard it gets, and we know that we're victorious because Jesus is victorious. And like you said, we wear the helmet, we're on Jesus' side, we're on the winning team. Yeah. So that spirit within mm-hmm. us, when we fight with that, when we fight with the truth, is going to win, you know, even if we like, like us as humans are going to fail. But Jesus yeah. is not going to fail. Yeah, and I, I just think it's so precious that we have the Spirit and His sword. We have the Word and we have the Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Going into verse 18, it says, Praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. And, like, we have the Word of God um, so accessible to us uh, nowadays and especially where we are. But we also have the Helper of the Spirit within us mm-hmm. who helps us discern the truth from that and the yeah. proper context and not, you know, take it out of context and make it make a lie out of what it is. We can use that spirit, that helper to know when to use which parts of the word yeah. the same way that Jesus knew exactly how to answer the yeah. devil. And the next part is like stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So that idea where like yeah, we have the word, but we need to be alert. We need to be intentional. We need to be like on guard, right? Don't don't fall asleep at, at the wheel. Don't like if you're, you know. We know that the enemy is trying to attack. Yeah. So don't don't be asleep. Like yeah. be alert and stay alert, and then also like be persistent. So mm-hmm. keep coming to God in prayer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then it said like for all believers yeah. everywhere for your whole team. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is like it's not keeping alert in the sense of like okay i have my fists up and i'm like ready to go 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 like prayer is not necessarily what we think of when we think of battle you know Mm. like prayer is peaceful it's just you it can just be you sitting talking to god but that is so powerful and that is a way that we fight is is prayer and you know prayer for yourself in the spirit uh, and for your own discernment and wisdom and understanding but prayer for others prayer Mm -hmm. for i like how you said everyone on your team because we're all on that same side with each other yeah and like like i was saying earlier the only one who makes us strong the only one who can win is jesus so like we can equip ourselves we can fight in this way but who's ultimately fighting right like god is god is the one who's fighting for us you know we can't do it on our own and that's why i think like a lot of times we can think like oh i'm fighting this battle alone you know like but like or look I at have to do i have to do it right but it's god who equips us and it's god who equips all of us you know mm. as fellow mm. um christians and like fighting you know and so it's like we i think a lot of times we can focus like on ourselves in that but it's like we're all fighting this together right so we need to be praying for each other for the spirit in each other for that discernment and um persistence right because like if you were in a like a natural battle and like you if your friend is wounded your soldier other mm-hmm. soldiers wounded you see like i've seen the movies where they go and they're like oh like we got to get them mm-hmm. he's gonna die yeah. we gotta heal like help 
um, heal the wound and stuff. Like, that's what we need to be doing for each other. Mm, When somebody else is stumbling and falling, we need to be picking them up and saying, hey, let's get back up. I'm going to help heal your wound right now. You know, the, like, back-to-back kind of scene. Like, if they're surrounded, (laughs) you don't just leave someone who's surrounded by the enemy like yeah, you, you go, go in and, and fight and like that yeah. epic like back to back you know yeah we're all fighting it oh, together yes, right yes i love that i also wanted to say since you brought up again god fighting for us um kind of maybe a wrap-up point at least on my end just bringing you back to the beginning um after listing all this armor it seems pretty heavy and i don't know if you guys like realize i i've had a heard a sermon on this before where they talked about how much this actually would have weighed like mm. literally all, all this armor and it's like whoa like <laughs> mahima over here 411 girl like she cannot wow. care- you really <laughs> have to out me on my i'm just i'm just teasing but i think a lot of us you know we wouldn't be able to carry all of this armor on our own yeah but it starts with be strong in the lord so it's it's yes. the Lord who makes us strong enough to even be able to carry all of this armor that yeah. we have to carry, we have to put on. And that's just so important to remember, is that we're not fighting this battle alone. We've got brothers and sisters, so many people on our team, but ultimately we have God himself. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow. Amen. I think that is so a, good, good. <laughs> a good closing. Yeah, really um, good. So yeah, I'll just, I'll just close this off in, in prayer. And mm-hmm. yeah. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much that we have the victory in you. Mm -hmm. Lord, you have already defeated this, but for now, while we are on this earth, you have called us into this battle. Mm -hmm. Um, Lord, we are, we are in this battle to, to try and get the people who are taken hostage on the on the enemy's team and bring them back home, bring them to you. Mm -hmm. So Lord, I, I pray for anybody listening right now who feels just the the weight of this battle and mm-hmm. feels like um they're just getting attacked and um you know it's ruthless over and over and over again um lord i just i pray that they would hear this and choose to put on your armor that mm-hmm. you you've laid out for us you have given to us freely um and lord i just pray that they would choose to put on um that belt of truth and helmet of salvation and all these things that we're talking about lord because you won't put it on for us but you have laid it out and it's mm-hmm. ours it's in reach yes. it's possible because of your power mm-hmm. um so lord i i pray that you would be with us in this battle be our strength and help us to remember um to be in your word and to pray to the spirit constantly mm-hmm. um and we pray all of this in your name. And may we glorify you in everything we do. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for listening and watching. Yes. Join us again next time. Bye. Nailed <laughs> it.